I'm going to make him an offer, Captain. six miles to Chicago. We got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes. It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. What up, world? Welcome to the Fives of the Week podcast. It's your boy, Philly. Grandmaster B. Hollywood Band of Snatch is back. Welcome back, Band of Snatch. You know what I'm saying, man? How you doing, man? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. How you doing? I'm doing. I'm doing good. So uh took the week off, you know, been working your ass off over there. Yeah, you know, I had to take care of that business, you know, get that pipe put up my ass. <laughs> Whoa. And, uh, you know. <laughs> is, that, is that what happened, bro? You, you yeah. Had that, yeah. Never fun. Oh, yeah. yeah. Did you see Philly's doctor? Huh? <laughs> the one he was going to go see? Lou Sassel. <laughs> Lou Sassel. Missing my drop board. <laughs> we had to rearrange that appointment. Yeah. They call that the rear ender. <laughs> yeah, you know, but that's part of being a man. You know what I mean? That's part of life. Yeah, I t- I'll tell you what. You know, uh, they found a little, a little tiny pile up, little small one, and they took it out. You know, and uh, the other hemorrhoid. You know, they just want to make sure that you're okay. Right. And uh, it was a very, very weird experience for me. Um, the worst part is the prep part. You know, you, your body goes through a transformation of, of draining. Mm-hmm. And it's, I mean, to go clear and you're weak and you're, you're Gatorade and all this stuff, but it's just not normal. So you felt like you felt that stuff coming out of you. You felt your body detoxifying. Oh, all that. dude, it, it was, it was, I feel different. It's amazing. And so, you know, and I'm not going to lie to you. You know, your first time you're scared. You, you, you don't know what to expect. Mm. You know, you see these people and you're like, what the fuck, man? You know, what's going on? And, um, you know, everyone's like, you know, hey, you know, I'm glad you're doing it. You know, you, you got a lot of cheer. Hey, I'll come there with you, this and that. You know, but and you're like, well, I really don't want no one there. And it's like, fuck, man, you know? Yeah. Well, they say uh, men are supposed to get it done earlier now. So it's like in the back of my mind, I know it's coming up soon. B, have you ever had one? Two. Two? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, you know, okay, and he, uh, he called me today about it. He's like, you know. I'm going to go get mine. He goes, I did the Colagar type. You know, they scrape, you know, you put it on the stick or whatever. He goes, that came back good and stuff. He goes, I go, well, they probably want you to wait till 50. You got a couple more years. Yeah. But if you want to go, you can. Mm-hmm. And uh, the lady was really good, man. And I'll tell you what, the worst part was, like I say, the prep and then getting your mind right, mentally prepared. But uh, when she put the pick in my in my arm, that that hurt because she went through my wrist and where my scar tissue was. Mm. But everything else, pfft, piece of cake they were great oh that's good rolled me in the room got in there said you know pull your legs up a little bit didn't get me on the turn yet there was about eight people in there by the time i turned left i was out and i was sitting back up in the, in the thing <laughs> with beautiful audio, women like it? wow what the <laughs> fuck man so, so she didn't tell you to bend over no i didn't have a chance to good enough for you in there yeah well i'm, I'm glad everything came back good and you know that's, that's yeah. positive it's men's health it's something we have to yeah. talk about it may not be the most enticing topic but right. at the end of the day it's right. life it's, it's life. what we got to go yeah through. you know and i'll go back in five years you know and yeah. get it done again and, you know 
uh, majority of the people, they get them, and, you know, they're benign, you know what I'm saying, mm -hmm. for the most part, but you don't want them to turn into anything, so that's why they take them all. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, good stuff. Yes. Closing words as he left. I'm a tough guy. I've been known to be all my life, brother. That's right. Hollywood <laughs> is a tough guy. Uh, so Grandmaster B, what up? What's happening? It's good to see him again. Yes, I, yeah. It's kind of like it's like every second or third episode, one of us is missing, right? Oh. Besides um, me. Yeah. Damn um, you. You're, you're the steady, man. You're the steady. Damn you. Um, Damn you. Everything's Damn good. You. I mean, uh, watched a couple games yesterday that were halfway decent, of course. Thanksgiving Day game was horrible. Uh, I mean, it was a good game, but. Oh, come on, Philly. That was horrible football, man. Good defense. The last two yeah, weeks, yeah, Lions are playing good defense, but that offense is atrocious. As we don't have any guys, receivers. We know. We don't. We don't have the receiving core. Yeah. No, we just don't have. We don't have the names. The the offensive play calling. I know we're not into the sports segment yet, but it was. I've seen high school teams perform better. You know, I, I hate to say it, but just for you know, just the play calling. I mean, the back to back timeouts. The, you know. Just running on third and long, you're kind of surrendering your flag, mm -hmm. man. It's a mess right now. What do you guys think of the halftime show? What do you think of Big Sean? Yeah, I ate. yeah, I, he was all right. Yeah, I thought it was all right. I liked the uh, I liked the beginning, the national anthem. That was sweet. Now you're, you're a Nate. big Neo fan. Oh, that was awesome. Yeah, yeah Neo's got a great voice. Yeah, it was just awesome. The beat, the background had that that Motown beat, mm -hmm. and it, yeah, it was just took it cool. to another level. Yeah, I liked it. I enjoyed it. It was. Um, I don't know, a little underwhelming, I guess. I guess you expect more for Thanksgiving, but yeah. you know, I like Big Sean as an artist, right? So, but they really don't even know. deserve all that, really. You think about it at yeah, the end of the day. There's just no spice, no no hype behind the game. The team's in the gutter. You know what I'm saying? There's just not enough pizzazz behind it right now for it to really even matter in the grand scheme of things. We're so down in the bottom of the totem pole. But we gotta go that way. We have to hope for that 0 16. It's to be expected. But here's the bad thing. Here's an organization that would done it twice. That's not good. Well, since we're talking sports anyway, how about 28 penalties in the Dallas-Vegas game? That's atrocious. That's guys. It's ridiculous. Know, that's the Zebras taking over the game. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Not letting guys play ball. Yeah. That's horrible to me. And then the fighting and all that. It was just ridiculous. Yeah. Back, back to this, the Thanksgiving Day games, because it was, what, one game forever. And recently they brought on, you know, the three. Yeah. Don't you feel that a team this is our home team i get it but do they deserve national television this is a game that's broadcast all over the world no absolutely not, not i think point. and i was telling philly this earlier if you ain't got at least four wins there's a flex schedule that the nfl messes with at the last you know few games of the year where they can move people to prime time they could switch you out of a spot and bring mm. a better game to watch correct yeah I don't take it away from the Lions and what they've accomplished over the years because it's part of their history, Thanksgiving Day game. But if you got a shitty team that ain't won no football games, the, the national audience doesn't necessarily want to see that. Yeah. You know, and we get a little excited thinking, oh, they might have a chance, but they're playing for nothing. So if you don't have at least four wins or something to play for that's competitive at that point, the NFL should switch the game out. Maybe a better game you could put in that rotation. See, I do like the tradition as a fan. I like it being on Thanksgivings. You're kind of invested. But, like, this year, I, I didn't pay as much attention as I normally would because yeah. I was more focused on spending time with family and stuff. But, man, I think there's something to what you're saying because they just have not been good enough. How many games have we been to to where they got blown out by Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, uh, like bad blowouts? I'm talking 40, 50 points. And it's always kind of a letdown. 
Um, they've had some games where they've won, of course, but, I mean, the, the record speaks for itself. And they're so close. I mean, look at the games, man. They're competitive. They are. It's just we're missing people. And Okuda's got to get it together uh, when he comes back. Uh, what we're going to do on the offensive side, you can look at the highlights of, of Goff, dude, when he was in the ramp. He was precise. Yeah. And, you know, cupping all them, they'd catch the ball and then sprint up another six, seven yards. Our guys can't do that. They don't do that. We don't you have know. the weaponry. We just, yeah. like no. you said, the defense, the defense looks good. I think the defense is kind of like that's the shining star of the whole. Yeah, the they're whole young league. too. Yeah, they're young, uh, but they don't have much. They don't have no big name players. They pretty much surrender to rebuild when they let everybody go. Yeah, uh, I. This is what we're going it's, through. It's tough to watch that kind of football and, and and just a team that you know as a fan. That's constantly in a rebuild mode. They did this back in 08 when they went 0-16. They kind of mm. let everybody go. They came back the next year. I think they won two or three games. Then they won six games. And then that fourth year, which was the rebuild, yeah. they went to the playoffs. But how, as a fan, you just don't want to keep waiting and waiting and waiting because you know. it just gets – it's no fun. I think Campbell really wants it, though. Yeah. I, I really – the way he – you know, the referee even told him, you made a coaching mistake. You can't you can't call the double time though. Yeah, it's not college. It's right. you know what I mean. And he got caught up in the game, his emotions because of his team, and he got caught up and and he'll learn from it. I I see them turning this around quicker than most people will think. Once they add them pieces, you don't want the first pick. A good start would be coaches with experience because he yeah. didn't hire a very seasoned veteran coordinator team of people to come along with. don't you think there's something to be said about like him going through the trenches with these guys and then maybe he can reap the fruits of his labor at the end oh, yeah. saying that year three or four they become really super competitive and they're in the playoffs and they have a few you know high draft picks that they're able to build a team around like you go get a guy like Thibodeau or Hutchinson from Michigan bolster that defense up even more bolster that pass rush now we're talking. Then the year after, you go and get a quarterback. So now you got you're balancing both sides of the ball. I don't think Thibodeau's a guy. I mean, it's debatable, but you got to be able to hit on those picks. Those guys have yeah. to be franchise players because otherwise, it's going to restart the cycle again. I like that guy from Michigan, Ujaba. Yeah, that he's, boy, he's not going to be a first pick though, right? But you don't want that first pick. You want to trade that. You don't want to pay that big money. So if you can get something in that first round, maybe a couple more first-round picks by giving up that number one, go ahead and do it. You'll better yourself in the end. You know what I mean? But how'd you get competitive again? You got Matt Stafford, who was the best quarterback. And, yeah, you never won even a playoff game, but you were relevant. Caldwell was able to get him to the playoffs. He won 36 games with them. Yeah. And they had a good team. A lot of people thought a Super Bowl contending team that year. They're already asking – you have to get talent at that, the top of the draft. You know, Fords, just sell the team. You're not good for them. Yeah. You got to have a winning owner that wants to win, that says at, at cost, here's the money, do what you need to do. You're talking about like Jerry. I, yeah, well, I mean, you know, Jerry, I didn't want no disrespect, but. Uh, Did you see how Jerry Jones came out and blasted the officials, though? That's a guy that cares. He's all in. He gives a damn. Yes. He's, he's in tune. He's invested. Yes. Yes. You know, and you know Sheila Hamp can say what she wants to say, but you're you're, you're falling on deaf ears, dude, because we've been through this for so this long. This is tax write-off. Season ticket holders are tired of paying their hard-earned money. Like, B, wouldn't you say you sold more tickets than you ever have? 
in the last few years? I try to sell as many games every season as I possibly could. I, I really have, I, you know, I've checked out. Mm-hmm. I've literally checked out. I, I can't sit here and tell you I've watched a full entire football game with my home team from, yeah. you know, minute one to the closing minute. I haven't because I watch NFL Red Zone. I have too much other interest playing fantasy football right now, watching the whole league. Now, if I got a competitive team, and I'm not a bandwagon guy because I've been here for over 35 years, so I'm a guy that's just frustrated. Sure. It's kind of like being in a bad relationship. You know, if, you you know, woman's getting beaten down too much, you know, you're just sitting there taking it. It's time to pack your shit up and roll. Yeah. You just keep taking it and taking it, taking it. You know, you're you're a glutton for punishment. And as a fan, I feel I'm a glutton for punishment. So I pay, I sell everything, man, as much as I can. I'll go to opening day games. It's a tradition. Sure. But at, when, when my football season is over at the halfway point, when I know my team isn't going anywhere, there's no mathematical way it would take a miracle from them to make the playoffs. They're not going to flip the switch and all of a sudden become this great football team. My football season has only been eight weeks. Right. Other teams have 16 to 17 to 19, and they even get in the playoffs, and they got more to hope for. Yeah. As a fan in Detroit, our season's over at the midway point. We're either, you know, Three and six, or you know, zero and eight, or something like that, and our season's over. To me, I ain't got time for that shit. More times than not, you're absolutely right, and it's sad, and that's why people always bring up the Caldwell thing. Prior to him was Wayne Fonts. They were in and out of the playoffs, yeah, but they were competitive yeah. every year. But he had players. Right. He had the Benny Blades. He had the Chris Spielman. Yeah. He had Barry. I mean, he had a good team. Right. We have to give. I believe we have to give this regime of. Campbell and them, what are you going to do now when you have the picks? Yeah. We have to at least give them that. Let it play out. Let it play out. And if it doesn't, then you fire him. Well, that's why I, I get annoyed with people. They're like, oh, he's got to go now. He's got to go. No, what no, is no. that going to do? Does that make any sense in the no. grand scheme of things? No, no, no not Absolutely right now. Absolutely not. Give him that chance because here's, like I said, here's a guy who loves his team, and these guys play for him. Mm-hmm. You see it. Where Patricia lost his guys. Yeah, he may have... More wins in him, but dude, the horizon's coming, man. I'm telling you, if they, if, if if Holmes can pull that off, and you're not going to get a quarterback, not in this draft, is coming up. There, there's nobody out there. Nobody. So you no. wait to the following. Get it in in 23 when yeah. you know someone's coming up. Yeah. Okay. So I want to see that part. I've never seen a Lions coach with that much passion. Okay, believe me, that that guy, you know, he goes home stressed. He care. He cares. Oh, Tears sure. in his eyes and everything. There's no doubt. He can't play for the players. Mm-hmm. He can't play. And he's learning by making his own mistakes. So I, w- I want to see what happens. I-, I have to give it to him. In fairness to the Lions, that they have been competitive in almost every game. They yes. may have had one blowout. So if they weren't buying into Dan Campbell, the defense wouldn't perform the way they are. They wouldn't right. be playing as hard as they are because mm-hmm. it would be a blowout week after week. And that's yes. when, A, you've lost the locker room. Your players aren't buying into the coach. Something's keeping these guys believing. Mm-hmm. The belief is we're going to come out of this. And I think yes. Campbell's a great guy for that I, because he's a player coach and all that other stuff. I believe he's missing a lot of parts, and I think he's learning. But in this league, it's not trial and error. There's only 32 of those jobs in the whole world. Mm-hmm. There's not. There, you're on a time clock. I don't yeah. give a shit. You can be the best motivator in the world. If you don't start winning, you're you're doomed. But yeah. you've got to give this guy a chance. To your point, the new GM, Brad Holmes, he comes in. Let him, let's see what his draft abilities are because yes. we, only, we know what Quinn did. He yes. wrecked the team. Patricia basically set him backwards five years. Remember, they had to tear the house down. 
Yeah. So we have nothing on the table. Just like the Tigers had to tear the house down. You guys think bad contracts are cleaning up all that? All yes. those veterans they released that doesn't come without a casualty. Like that's there's right. there's cap ramifications. For yes. That. Not, so that's why they can't bring in big free agent names, big receivers. They're getting mm-hmm. these you know mid level to low level guys. And you look at Patricia. You look at how he tried to make his scheme work, not to the benefit of his players, but that the benefit of him and his coaches, that's not how it goes no, down. We've no, all been around sports and have coached. The, the New England Patriots system here to Detroit buy into that. Well, it didn't work. You it ain't Tom Brady, miserably. dude. You ain't Bill Belichick. Right on. You, you know don't I mean? have the tools that they had in their toolbox. No. And it's just that's their way. You know, create your own path, your own that's lane. Right. You can take something from there and then something from somewhere else, but on top of which you know, and you build something. I'd like to see him win just one game. Just for their morale. I think Please, they'll win the Atlantic. Just, I think they'll be. I think they'll beat the Falcons. I think so too. That's their best next best shot, though. Yeah. yeah, that'll be good for them. But knowing that, hey, look how close these games are. And then 49ers went through the same shit. And then the following year, they just turned. Bam. Yeah. They got players, big, big key players. Boom. They continue. You already see Swift. Swift's gonna be a badass. Two hundred some yeah, yards exactly rushing. Right You've right never guy. seen that before until the Barry Sanders days. Leads yeah. leads the leagues in receptions for yes. for running backs right now. Yeah. He's, he's like the new Kamara in 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 the Falk. Mm-hmm. He's doing. That's what he's supposed to do. Yeah, and the league is so parody right now. Don't you agree, Philly? Yeah, you know, they can. Bounce there's back a lot quick. of parody in the NFL mm-hmm. right now. There's nobody. If you looked at the you know win loss columns right now as we sit here today. Nobody's really running away with anything. No. You know, it's proven that Tampa could be beat. Mm-hmm. Kansas City can get beat. Buffalo can be mm-hmm. beaten by teams that aren't supposed to beat them, but yet they lose to them. So it's any given Sunday. But to your point, let's get that one win. Let's give them yeah. that hope and keep that momentum going. I think it builds off of that. And this draft's going to be really big. The draft is going to be the key. Yeah. Yeah, it's huge. To going forward. Well, I think let's look at it, guys. We know that these athletes aren't stupid either. No. A lot of them are millionaires. They know what they're in for here. Mm -hmm. This is a long-term thing. People just have to realize that. But you can tell just by the way they battle every game that they're playing hard. Even as millionaires and knowing they're going through a rebuild. I have to give them that. I have to give them that. There's There's something to be said for that. Yes. to be. Integrity. Like I know there's no moral victories or whatever, but at the, at the end of the day, that's a testament to Dan Campbell and all those former players Chemistry. coaching that and they're building something. You're right, there. and Campbell proved that by saying, if you're not going to play, I'll get rid of you. He don't care who you are. He made it known in a press conference. He yeah. actually got rid of people. Fuck them, yeah. I mean, if you're not going to give it your all. He was like our best receiver going into the first week of the you know season, yeah. and see you later, dude. You can't yeah. cut it. We're, we're parting ways. We'd rather suffer. Yeah, absolutely. So. I'm okay with this year being a, you know, I'm okay with that. I really am. I think Master B is going to win the bet. Yeah. Or was it? No, well, it was the bet's spot off on. the table because nobody had a tie in their prediction. It was a four-four oh, four right. win for yeah. me, but uh, the tie we're all out now. It was a knockout. Yeah. So house wins on that deal. Yeah, that's right. So. Yeah. So I mean, we got to look for that turn, that trade. That's going to be the key. And when they come in that draft, what are you going to do? What moves are you going to make? Are you going to stick there at that one spot and then get nothing else? We're going to trade off like Miami didn't get all these picks. Yeah, but you see how up and down they are? Like Miami had a good year last year. Yeah. Now they're kind of struggling again. I still don't think two is the guy for that team. Still young, you know, see yeah. what happens. It doesn't look great, but. Uh, it's one or two, three 
good players. You know, you didn't have Alvin Kamara play last night, right? He did. He he did. He was, there's no production there. You lose Drew Brees to retirement. Ingram didn't play either. He Ingram was hurt. Didn't play. So yeah. everybody looked at New Orleans a year ago, going, they're playoff possibly Super Bowl contenders. When you lose one or two big names. Mm-hmm a whole team could falter off that. So it takes that strong nucleus yeah. of one or two, three good ball players. And we also had we, we also had Swift out of the game. He was tearing them up. And I will say, we, we've been kind of tough on Jared Goff. Jared Goff played pretty good yesterday. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. He was yeah. very accurate. You know, had a nice couple of deep balls finally. And I want to know why Hawkinson's not receiving the ball. Man, that's a great question. Here's our number one draft pick. We, you know, we... You know, like you said, we may have overextended that as to a number one pick, but why isn't he getting the ball? Why isn't he like Knox in Buffalo? Like, think, that's think what a tight end's supposed to be. I would be tossing a rock to that guy as much as I can. Let him get his brains beat out out there. That's what you're paying the big money for. That's why you got him as a number one pick. Right, right. Do you think because he's mainly their main weapon, teams are scheming against him right. and double teaming him? It doesn't him? look like he's being double teamed, though, Philly. No. no. I feel like everything's contested, though, when they throw Then you got Swift out of the backfield, so who are you going to cover? Well, you got no deep threats. You can just play cover three, keep everything underneath. Cover three, cover Put four. Kelsey on that team. He's still going to dominate. Yeah. Well, you see what they're doing. Like, we talked about Kansas City. You see how they made that adjustment? You were saying the meltdown. Yeah. You see they stopped going for the big play, went back to what they do best, the little uh, out routes to Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey in the middle, running the guys deep and Kelsey in the middle, and he dominates. Well, look at Gronk. Gronk somehow escapes all the time. He's running upfield. He's a big target. He's double teamed a lot. You know, he's yeah. A, but see, Tampa is not a good comparison. You no, got I know. Antonio right. Brown, it, Mike Evans, right. too uh, many Godwin. How nice too did you like that pass that when it was connected with Raymond? How sweet was that when it just Beautiful. dove in? Boom. Yeah, he's Kate. Yeah, Golf can play good quarterback. Yeah, he's, he's been just, in the Super Bowl. He's got doesn't experience. have the block. I, I think our offensive line. I just think it's going. Decker go, has to go. Decker has to go. Well, see, I think him, Hawkinson, those guys are expendable, you know, because by the time we're I'd ready trade to compete. Hawkinson. I'd get him. I'd get value for him, man. He's at the top, you know, by the time we're good, we're going to have to pay the guy. So that's going to hurt us in the long that's run. That's it, dude. Who do we get? Who do we get at tight end? It's a luxury thing. You get a guy that can block, solidify that run game. And then go and get yourself a pass catcher. Like they said, Kyle Pitts, he's taking tight end to a whole different level. Okay, well, since we're already deep diving into sports, yeah. I wanted to bring something yeah, up to you guys. Go ahead, you can bring it up. Tight Better. end, hybrid, Taysom Hill. Got this brand new spanking contract. It's it's unique. There's been nothing like it. So um, you signed a unique four-year hybrid type contract extension that could be worth anywhere between $40 million and $95 million depending on the position he plays. Is that for New Orleans? For New Orleans, yep. Yeah, he shadowed Breeze in that Wildcat and all that stuff. He'd come yeah. in and quarterback, quarterback tight end, receiver. H-back, receiver, I don't know if he's worth that. the money, though, man. He's a hell of an athlete. He, yeah, he, he's a great athlete. I just don't know if he's worth that kind of money. I've noticed over the years when New Orleans tried to get too cute sometimes, it worked against them, mm-hmm. you know, with some of that gadget stuff. Yeah. And I like – I like that stuff incorporated into the offense, but if you're going to rely on that, I think that's a problem. You, your nuts and bolts either have to be your pass game or your run game. You can't get too It's fundamental too football that's going to win you games, right? You can't yeah. get into all the cutesy stuff with all that garbage You're the kick stuff. returner, now you're the cornerback. You know what I mean? That's high school. If you're a high-flyer offense, you score as many points as you can. Fourth quarter, you're grinding the ball out. Right. You're taking the air out of the ball. You're, Could you're he hold the team, which, you know, he did for Breeze, but could he be your all, your starting quarterback? Every single Sunday. 
You'd have to tailor made and make an offense around him, I think. And I like Winston. I do. Jameis was playing really well. Yes, absolutely. So I wasn't sure how he was going to do there, but, you know. So you say a hybrid contract. This is based on all his versatility as a player, so not necessarily paying him quarterback money. Because he's doing so much, they've kind of crafted this new sort of wildcat type wildcat contract yeah. that's unheard of. Like, you know, here's $45 million possibly, but yeah. you're going to be doing three, four different jobs. Yeah, and I think it's based on snaps and what he plays primarily that season. So if he's the starting quarterback, I think that's where it goes up to $95 million. Any kick returns or anything like that? He does all that stuff. I think he's done everything at least once for them. Does he lock the stadium up like Baker Mayfield? Does he have <laughs> Does he have responsibility on that too? So now you're, you're talking $45 mil Yeah. for four years? Yeah, so what, you're talking about 11 mil per season and some change? If he's that much of a benefit, I don't see why not. If he's that good where he's benefiting your team. Because, I mean, just like having Kamara, what a blow, dude. Not the player that was a year ago. You know what I mean? Like, wow, the injuries. I can't believe some of these guys that dominated. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like there's injuries everywhere. It's like the next man up. I mean, you have to have a really good backup quarterback. Jonathan Taylor's the man. He's most solid with the points. If Brady goes out, who's backing Brady up? Uh, Blaine Gabbert. Do you think that team is as good with Blaine Galbert as much no. as Tom Brady? Absolutely. You say Marv Albert. Yeah. Is he as good with Michael Jordan? <laughs> you can never replace the studs. That's what I'm saying. You have to have quality running backs. Yeah. Defense, you could platoon your backs, your corners. Uh, look what kickers mean to the NFL right now. Holy shit. Oh, There's man. been so many bad kickers. That dude that was kicking for the Lions in that game where he barely looked like he, when he missed the field goal, this was against Pittsburgh, right? Santoso that Holmes. motherfucker's driving a zero-radius tractor two weeks before he <laughs> Oh, there's signed. no doubt. They picked him up. He, they picked him up by the bridge. They picked him up by <laughs> the bridge. <laughs> yeah. Yo, man, where do you want me to kick the ball? I say, I got to finish up this lawn. Yep. They went down there, knocked on the tent. Hey, can you kick? I, I kick the bottles and rocks. That was horrible. I he looked like he bottle, man. Yeah. Dude, I could have kicked the football better than that guy. I'm not oh, sure. Horrible. That guy like, took three steps and fucking chucked it. Like, it didn't even look like that? he gave it at his all. Like He was more worried about slipping than actually kicking the damn right. ball through the upright. Dude, this he was wearing horrible. fucking dad New Balance shoes. <laughs> right now, on, dog. we oh, should oh, have, <laughs> we, Lions typically should have five wins, realistically. They were in a lot of games. I'll give them that. Listening to the local sports, someone called in and said, if Stafford was still here and we still had, uh, who was the uh, the other receiver we just got? Went to New York. Uh, Galladay. Uh, Galladay. If we still had a couple decent receivers, guaranteed six to seven wins. But we say that now, but we had it, but we still couldn't win. Yeah. And you look at Galladay, he looks he's, he's not, all out of sorts in yeah. New York, man. That's why I think For, they let Jason Garrett. He's go. like whatnot and whatnot. You know. If you look at they got two like uh, high offensive line picks. They got Nate Solder from New England. They got Evan Ingram at tight end. They Galladay. got Nate Newton introducing. <laughs> <laughs> Saquon Barkley. They got all these guys with. And he's hurt again. There. Barkley's hurt again. Yeah, he's gonna be banged up. That's just got him on my fantasy team too, Hollywood guys. High ankle sprain. Right now is where I need all these players. And you know mm-hmm. we were talking about this before we went on the on the air. There's so many guys out right now. I'm going to change my fantasy teams to Taylor Made because I've had Jonathan Taylor. In oh, both dude, he's been great. He's been amazing. 
Dude. Been amazing. Remember, he's been Kamara great. got, what, five, six last year, was it? Yeah. When he ran for a record and then yeah. Taylor did his four or five this well, year. Well, wouldn't Knox get three yesterday? Tight end? It was two. Oh, it was ridiculous. Yeah. But, you know, that's the way it goes. I mean, you know, you got mossed. <laughs> you got <laughs> that's right. <laughs> and I just realized what you got mossed meant here a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Kept it under a mushrooms for some But long. I tell my buddy at work, and he goes, you know, he goes, no, no, it's just nuts. he's like, hey, Ruby, the damn lines. I said, hey, Lee, what I tell you, man? You come in on Monday, smiling, going, another week to victory because wait till next week. He goes, I know, but I'm just tired of waiting. I said, but we know the boat's sinking. Well, you know what I mean? This year, we got to give him that 0 16 and 1. Well, now I think I found you some hope, Hollywood, because you know, Bring the USFL it. came out with their eight oh, teams. And yes. Yes. I think I might be calling those games. We got the Michigan Panthers. Michigan yes. Panthers. Bobby Hebert is coming out of retirement. <laughs> Michigan Panthers, uh, New Jersey Generals, Philadelphia Stars, Pittsburgh Maulers, Tampa How long Bay is it going to last, though? New Orleans Breakers, Houston Gamblers, and Birmingham Stallions. I don't think it'll last long. You think it'll be like another XFL? I, I, yeah. I don't know, man. I think we're... Excuse bless me. you. Sorry. Thank you, sir. I think... We'll do all right with that here. But where are they going to play? You know the Fords ain't going to let them go play at Ford Field because mm-hmm. that's kind of a... Maybe at Wayne State. I mean, they got to start. You know, and they ain't got no Carter on that team. No. No Anthony Carter. That's Remember true. Anthony Carter? Oh yeah. Michigan freaking oh, favorite. We're gonna have to get into the Michigan. Yeah, I'm not too big too. about that. I, I mean, I'm excited. I want to see what the Lions are gonna do. I mean, because I, I see these young guys working. You know, Ike Bowie, that's 75. Bobby Bowie. Yeah. Uh, who's the other guy? McNeil. These guys are young. They're rookies. And what to see when they got another year in them and learning. And like uh, Gibson and them from Chicago said, you know, that's Sewell, I think, that uh, kid's raw, but he's good. Yeah. But this gives guys another opportunity to play, showcase their skills. Like what from XFL, PJ Walker. Yeah. You know I mean, he got a job with the Panthers because he had an opportunity to play. Some of these guys just hold a clipboard and they never get a chance to play. A guy asked me, he says, if you had Walker from Michigan State on the board, say second round, third round, would you take him? I said, for what? I'm going to get me a stud lineman or anything. We got Swift. I said, because you might see Walker come here and not be that player you've seen at Michigan State. It's a whole different ball game. You, you, have, I mean? you have a couple good backs. I don't think you need to go that route. Yeah, right. Um, did you guys see this? So, Hollywood, I mentioned this to you. So, B, I'm sure you've been to enough games where you've seen people, either streakers or people go after an athlete maybe. Yeah, I, so. I did it a few times. <laughs> I, I would yeah. recommend it. Uh, I think that thong is in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> it it's growing so. bacteria. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a WWE fan that attempted an assault on a wrestler. Elijah Spencer, he's 24, has been uh, charged with attempted assault and attempted violation of arts and cultural affairs, disrupting a live sporting event for his attack on WWE wrestler Seth Rollins during Monday Night Raw at the Barclays Center in New York. I think he should be banned from any any indoor activity. Yeah, and I, I don't know if he was, you know... Did he met- pee on her like that chick from that band? No, no. Well, that That's horrible. That was horrible. <laughs> but he basically tackled him on his way back to the back and... It was a whole big word. Like, weird, man. And he wow. released a video. I guess he posted bail and said he did it for, like, certain wrestlers and stuff. It was really weird. Yeah, I guess he was sticking up for The Rock or something. Rock was his man or whatever. But that's sick. These people it, need to chill, man. Did I mean, it not someone's... Rick Flair? Woo! The man can drink, well, baby. they should have seen from the days when, like, I was telling Philly, 
when a guy jumped in the ring and, and Savage and Hogan were in there, and, and Savage literally beat him, dude. And they had to come in there and grab Savage. He was just jacking his dude. He's like, you know, anytime you know you want to come in the ring and then think you, you know, you can take on a wrestler. And Shawn Michaels went through the same thing. He said, you know, you guys better stay in your seats, man. You will get hurt coming in this ring, you know, because they don't know what you got. You got all this crazy stuff going on, sticking people with needles at these parties and all that stuff like that. It's, it, up. It, it's a crazy world. It is. You know what I mean? You're there to entertain these people and some goof <laughs> wants to come up and uh, do some stupid stuff like that. The best just keeps on getting better at 24th Street Pizza. They've already been voted the best pizza in St. Clair County, and now they've even expanded their menu with some fantastic new choices. From new pizzas like the margarita and boho mac and cheese pizza to new subs like the Swedish meatball and Deep South Dill. Plus, 24th Street Pizza now offers poutine, chicken marsala, nacho supreme, and so much more. With over a thousand five-star reviews, it's no surprise that the best keeps on getting better. Find out why today at 24th Street Pizza in Port Huron. Can you, know? you, can you read the next uh, news that you want my readers? I think you, you really need to read this one, Hollywood. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we just had this, to, is, yeah. this is just We're still doing shop talk. Tell, right? a, tell I mean, a prompt com that For those that don't know, this in. is called Open Table. We don't have a fives of the week this week. It's just three guys here BSing. Judge James is out this week, but we're going to do this from time to time. We're going to open the table up, and we're going to bullshit. And we have a transcript that came in. Yes, so Hollywood's yes. going to share this with the world. Yeah, I mean. Yes, it says. Uh, they're interesting, very huge. Find uh, some empathy, if you can, for uh, American actor Hollywood. Um, what? Uh, <laughs> not only is he uh, unfortunate what? enough. Well, no, Hollywood, we're not talking about you reading. <laughs> okay. This, this is here? a true story here, but you could put your name in there after. <laughs> Okay. Man claiming to have the world's uh, largest penis. Penis or penis? Sick and penis. <laughs> sick of being asked to whip it out. And I don't know about them damn claims. <laughs> you got to read the rest of the story. Find some empathy if you can for uh, American actor Johan Johan Falcon. Not only is he unfortunate enough to be saddled with the world's biggest penis. <laughs> or he claims, but he absolutely sick to the back teeth of people constantly asking him to get it out. So are we talking? Uh, this dude's got a big sausage. Yeah, me yeah. sauce uh, anaconda. Is <laughs> uh, an anaconda. <laughs> he says it's measuring at thirteen point five inches, which is thirty four centimeters in length. With a girth of eight inches. I like the girth. <laughs> 20 centimeters wide. Falcon's uh, Fallus was first recognized as the world's largest back in 1999. Since then, he's been hounded by curious strangers wanting to peek at his package. <laughs> That's not the only downside either. Apparently on ITVs this morning, Johan Falcon's 51 years of age. Toad Holes Phillips uh, Shootfield and Josie Gibson that he has been stopped by airport security in the past after border patrol officers spotted his pinas through his trousers. They think he's got something illegal. He, he's packing like some kind of uh, wood. Yeah. <laughs> Aside from there, leaving earlier for the airport, we presume Falcon says his manhood has affected his sex life, explaining sexually. I use my mouth a lot. 
Ain't nothing wrong with that. <laughs> but I will say I use my tongue. <laughs> but when asked what he considers to be the worst part about his mammoth member, <laughs> the New York-based actor explained that people often hold certain preconceptions about him. Uh, for some reason, having 13-plus inchos <laughs> means I'm a bad person or I'm egotistic or I'm a porn star. No, you ain't no Dirk Diggler. Or I'm dumb. Or I'm a slut. <laughs> I won't comment on that one. He said, I'm sick and tired of having people wanting me to measure it in front of them. I've done it 10,000 times. Enough already. Despite his frustration, Falcon was forthcoming with photo evidence showing a snap of his appendage to his host. This is just for you so you don't have to do it. all that imaging. He told a visible shock Schofield who responded, Hellfire, congratulations. Falcon later concealed that there were at least some perks associated with the sizable package. The best thing about having a large pinoth is that I don't have insecurities. He said, I'm insecure about other things, but that's not one of them. I am who I am, and I wouldn't want to be different. Is that a messed up story or what? There, <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> I mean, but I there know was, that was a guy a from long-winded topic, but it's uh, rather interesting. There was a guy though from Cambodia, or some kind of one of them weird ass states. The freaking thing was down almost to his ankle. <laughs> so Falcon's got nothing on him, right? And and no woman will even go around him. They were scared. Yeah, and, and he goes, I I can't even. People think, oh, because this and that. He goes, it's actually, it hurts him. Because it, it's it's down to his ankle, so he's from dragging it around, right? Yeah, it's an in, I believe it's an informality of. I mean, come on, that motherfucker is that long. I mean, would you want it that big? No, absolutely oh, not. It's ridiculous. It is. You could play hockey and slap stick a fucking hockey puck into the net with his swung. I mean, yeah. depending on who you ask, female wise, you know, some say it's, it's all about the motion in the ocean. They say, all you need is two and a half inches. I've got five plus. Hey, <laughs> all you need is two and a half. That's just a wacky story. Uh, Hollywood, thanks for sharing that with us. I, I seen it and I was like, that's just bizarre. But there's always some weird news out there, you know, something crazy like that. Hey, did we touch on the Michigan and Ohio State game? No, we didn't. But, guys, they came out with the first turkey clone of my penis, okay? So it actually Damn came out. Yeah. Oh, very bigly. Wow. And were them uh, meatballs <laughs> right there. Wow. Thanks for sharing that picture. Wow. Uh, we don't want to get canceled, so we'll keep that up. Exactly. Media. Damn you. Damn we we you. can post it. I always liked when they mentioned the word girth. Girth. <laughs> girth. You want to stretch the walls, That's what I said, man. You go as long as you want, man, but you ain't moving furniture, man. You ain't nothing, man. So, yeah, B, you said uh, Michigan, Ohio State, big yeah, game. big game, man. Big game. All right, let's go around the table. Predictions. Hollywood. If the defense can stay stellar. I believe Michigan can beat them, but I think uh, seven-point game. Michigan? No, Michigan three, Ohio State seven point if they beat them. Well, okay. If Michigan gets away, it'll be a field goal, but I, I believe if Ohio State beats them, it'll be by seven. Grandmaster B. 
Double-digit loss, Ohio State is going to win. They're going to win by double digits. Yeah. I don't think Michigan is in the same. There's good teams in, in mm -hmm. college, and then there's the elite teams. I think Ohio State's program, I love my Michigan Wolverines, but I don't think they can comp compete with Ohio State. You don't think they I, can stop that quarterback? No. Unless they get into a shooting match, which they don't have the ability. They're more of a running team. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, I don't see Michigan winning. I see them losing by double digits. What about clock management? That's the key. That's the only key Michigan wins is if they're able to run the ball effectively, play good defense, and somehow limit their pass game because Ohio State's passing game is elite. Keep that Ohio State quarterback on the sideline. As much as I would love to see Harbaugh get over the hump, I feel like they're going to lose by like 10 points. Okay. So uh, we're, we're, we're on this together, and you're yeah. saying they're going to win or lose? If, if Michigan wins, they'll win by three, but if, if Ohio State beats them, they'll beat them by seven. So either should have got off the pot, you got to pick one. If you had to pick, money's on the line. I want to go blue so bad. I mean, I believe this could be the year. That running game's so tough, man. I know. I know. And if they can do it, it'll be by three. I'm going to go with Michigan by three. Okay. All right. Nice. Like they they got to make the plays, and they got to keep them on the sideline. You got to be error-free. Right. Right. 100%. No stupid stuff. All this leads to Harbaugh. This is this is a big big game. For Put him. your ego aside. This is a mm -hmm. big game because we're talking about if he could beat Ohio State because they're at the top of their game right now. This could be possibly bringing in some huge recruits. Absolutely. Oh, for sure. If he loses this game, you could say goodbye to some of these guys that are on the fence right now that are yeah. sitting in some of these high schools, going, I don't know if I want to go to Michigan or commit to Ohio State. Or how about this? You know, yeah. I'll go to Michigan State. Yeah. We can we can wipe that loss away. Yeah, Mel Tucker finalized that. that new contract. Ten years. Did you see the mil. two guys that, that they gave him the money for it? Two alumnus mm -hmm. paid his contract. Oh, is wow. that what it was? How he yes. got that big two, money? Two MSU no alumnus wow. paid wow. for his contract. They you believe in the man. Good for him. Yeah. So I I can't see it, fellas. I mean, I'm a big Michigan fan, uh, but man, I just don't see it. Uh, this could really, like you said, though, Grandmaster B, this could really tip the scales. In oh, Michigan's this is a big favor. one right here. This is, you know, Harbaugh's been here in the seventh year. Yep. Still hasn't beaten him. You get this one, man. This could really swing and you know, things you, in our You've seen they've been tested by Nebraska. They've been tested by, what you call it, um, who's the other team? Um, Jamal has Ohio State. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Deal Cell would probably they compete. Today. That yeah. they, you know, they, they came out towards the end and pulled it out, but they were tested. Yeah. So they, they can be beat. They can be, you got to catch them when you got them down and you can't let them get up. Mm -hmm. And you got to make smart decisions. Okay. Uh, I believe you can do it. I believe you, you can run that ball down their throat mm -hmm. and then come with the path. But get away from all that screwy two quarterbacks. If McNamara is doing his thing, let him do his thing, man. Yeah. Let him work his magic. It's not about you, Harbaugh, no more. Put your ego aside. It's about these kids and what you'll get coming back in, the recruits. Yeah. Or they're going to go over there with Tucker. If they got to get, yeah. they got to get, they'll gain more respect yes. as a university by beating Ohio State tomorrow. Absolutely. For sure. And we know this will air after that, so people will hear this, but, you know, yeah. I, I still think, man. That you know how big that would be? You know how big that game would be? Oh, yeah. Oh, for it's sure. It's going to be a highly televised Absolutely. game. It's a national audience right here. Everyone's it's, talking about it's it. It's the game. You've heard Aikman and Buck talking about it. They've been talking about it all week. It's been getting plugged. Troy. Put some respect on my name. <laughs> I hear you, man. <laughs> hey, did you guys hear about this, uh, this youth football team that got kicked out of the playoffs for being too good? 
No. No. Yeah, so they were blowing everybody out. I think uh, they've only allowed six points. So when the playoffs started, uh, the guy's team that was in it, he's basically the guy who runs the league, said they're too good to play. They should be on a um, – it's a rec league. So he's basically saying this is an all-star team. And from, from what a buddy told me, this team is like it's a draft league and somehow – I don't know, there might be some skepticism there, but is that kind of where we're at right now? Like we went up against it in the youth league last year. During COVID, there's a few teams that got together and made teams. Hey, you play who you play. We were happy to play. Whether it was, you know, all-star teams or not, you line up, you play, let them finish the season. I think taking, for them being too good, and they're like eight, nine years old, robbing them of the playoffs, I think that's, it's crazy talk to me. Yeah, I mean. Unless unless there was some, like, defined cheating going on where, like, kids were 10, 11 years old or something like that. Yeah, that that you can't have. That you can't have. Right. You know what I mean? You're breaking the rules of, of... Across, you know, Michigan football. And it happens. It does happen. Oh, it happens everywhere, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to... This gonna... is in Texas, though. Texas football is, you know, it's big down yes, there. Yes, absolutely. You know what they say, everything's bigger down there in Texas. Only Jerry would know. I, I got to play this. I'm going to hold this up because I actually got the video of this. It may not be the greatest audio, but I want you guys just to see this because you'll hear it in your headset. But listen to this. Let me uh, make sure I got the audio. are making history. For the first time in their school's 68-year history, their varsity high school football team is undefeated, 11-0. Mm-hmm. Number 24 Have running back this from going? Castaneda, catching the ball, running it into the end zone. That's awesome. Another touchdown. Yeah. The high fives from the team and the celebration after silent. The team is deaf. This is a youth football team playing yeah. high school level, and all the players are deaf. Yeah, I was going to bring that up. That. I, I, didn't, I apologize. I, no, I'll no, let no. you finish the story, but I, I almost got tears in my eyes because you see the passion yes. of these young men. Yes. They don't, they're already, you know, they don't have the abilities that most of us have. I watched that the other night with tears in my eyes. Me too, Hollywood. Like, look at these kids. They can't hear anything. And they're playing the game and they're undefeated. I mean, th- they went out to win the championship. Yes. That was a week ago I I, I got that off the, the television. My wife, yes. she goes, you need to watch this. She goes, this would be great for your podcast. And I'm like, what? It's just a bunch of guys playing football. And then I realized, to your point, Hollywood, they were, they're deaf. Yes. That's an the amazing The coaches story. are deaf, so they're communicating via sign language. Yeah, yeah, I watched it. It's awesome. And, and they went on to play. They, their undefeated season went on. They went, went on to win the championship. So how cool is that? And you know what? You know, even like I was telling, you know, Mateo, I says, look at this. Look how blessed we are to hear. Mm-hmm. What? We can hear that. They don't know that. All they see is people going like this. They can't, you know what I mean, calling your name on anything. They can't hear the roar of the crowd. They right? They, how blessed there. we are to have. They could feel, though. Yes. They, they feel, feel that emotion. They, yeah. they could feel the hits and hitting people, and I think that's amazing. It is. So, I mean, that, that is, I'm like... Oh, great. It's just great. You know what I mean? And and to be able to have your hearing and stuff. And, and you know, we take things for granted every day yeah. that we have. And yeah. so, you know, even like at work, I'm always teaching. And I got other good guys that are around me. And I tell them, I said, listen, when I hear these people whining and crying, I'm like, you're lucky to have your sight. 
You know what? Doesn't that sound like what Mateo was saying last week when we talked about things we're thankful for? Your son had some great uh, fives in that conversation. You can talk. You can hear. You can see. You imagine your sight being taken away from you now for the rest of your life. Yeah, it puts things into perspective. Yes, it does. Yeah, I I listened to talking about sight. I was listening to a a Stern interview with Jamie Mm Foxx. He had him in studio for an interview talking about when he did the movie Ray. He actually had his eyelids silicone glued shut for the movie so he can actually feel Mm. and and feel the emptiness of what it would like to be blind without seeing because he kept wanting to open up his eyes, but the camera would have caught that. Yeah. So they actually silicone his eyes shut. And he did you, did you ever right do out. that as a kid where you would take your like this and go? Yeah. And I try to where... walk in a room and you get so miscombobulated. You yes. turn around and you're like, oh, my gosh. You know, like, this is what this would feel like. We, To your point, how we don't know how lucky we are. There's yes. a lot of things we, as people, will take for granted every day. And, you know, one of the things your son talked about was, lessons from mistakes and things that he's able to do that others can't mine was the ability of a freedom mm. uh you also had a really couple good ones about you know just doing things the right way and learning from mistakes but there's a lot of things in life that i think we take as as everyday norm yes. for granted that other people would give anything yes, yes, to sure. have that little piece of what you have oh yeah you know never never forget that and you know i've always taught my kids that and, and you know you have ignorant people in this world. And I said, it's amazing that you can visualize, but without even knowing, you have the chance to take your finger off your eye and see. They can't. And Ray, Charles, was able to see at one time of his life and have it stripped from that disease, gone. And be able to make that adjustment and still make a great and life. smile, yes, you know, and smile. And I wonder, man, how well he could play an oh, instrument. Yeah. Man, that dude could just yeah. just make the piano. I mean, anybody that has that, you know, disadvantage, they somehow rise above. Yeah, they come above, yeah. and you're like, wow. It, it makes you think, like, is my life really that hard? Like, what what I'm going through is it really that hard? Yeah. No, these people have to struggle day in and day out. That yeah. shit, it's, that it's so inspiring to me mm-hmm. that like it's it. You humble yourself, you know. It's like my shit is nowhere bro. near as you got to as important as yeah. what they're going through. I would sit there and go, Stevie Wonder, why are you smiling and laughing? Mm-hmm. You can't see. Yeah. Like you don't even know what you're wearing. You look great, but you don't know what you look like. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can't look in a mirror. Wow, that's amazing. It's like, man, we take stuff for granted. Oh, man. you see those videos? Like, I don't know if you saw the, uh, he's a corporal guy who was in the army, lost his legs. Yeah. Came and started a wheelchair football league. I see. Yes, it's yeah. so cool. Yeah. You know, he, I, he found something that he's passionate that. about, got his fellow veterans involved it. in it, and created a league. Like, that. that's so dope to me. The the, the dudes that are doing it with the basketball, yeah. the football now is like, like, I want to do what everybody else is doing. I mean, they have the advantage of being able to get up and walk and run right, right. or shoot the ball, yeah. but I'm going to make the best of what I have. To me, that's inspiration. Yes. Yeah. That's where the real hero comes Let me ask yeah, you this. Sure. You, you see them with that, they got that leg and they got like that, you know, that kind of bend thing where they can jump, you mm-hmm. know, yeah, like that spring. Yeah. I used to, I know me as a person before I would say stuff like that. I, you know, I don't know if I would go with a girl like that. You know what I mean? Or want to be seen, you know what I mean? With, you know, a leg like that. Mm-hmm. And now that you, you go through life and you see, and you see, like, a girl would say, well, would you date me because I, I have it up to my knee? Mm-hmm. Does that does that make me ugly or this and that? It's like, 
No, you're beautiful, baby. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely I would date you. Absolutely. I wouldn't care. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's you're you. But see how you change? Because before I said, I don't think I would ever do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't want people saying nothing. I got to fight these people. But you take it in a whole different. You know Maybe I mean? like the it, younger you would say something like, oh, man, I don't know. But would you grow into maturity and realize what real people are and the love and what, yes. what the real meaning of life is you appreciate it more you gravitate to those people that maybe have a deficiency or something like that you understand that this ain't this really doesn't define the person because they're missing a limb or a person yeah. had some sort of cancer and they got scars all over their cell mm -hmm. they right, got right, burned right. in a bad fire yeah man i know a buddy of mine he he had a bad road He's deformed yeah. in his whole face. My mm -hmm. buddy Randy, um, he he messed himself up pretty bad, man. He was involved with crack and all this other yeah. stuff, recovered and everything. Mm -hmm. You look at him, you don't look right. I mean, his face is scarred up pretty bad. But one of the smartest guys I know, and you want to hear about life stories, bring this dude on the podcast. Yeah. He'll put you in tears and tell you real world shit that a lot of us, every day, again, we take for granted. So I think that's a good thing, like you said. It don't matter if you're missing this or that. You know, you, you see it every yeah. day. It you puts a lot of things in perspective. Mm -hmm. It may get you through the day of going, my struggles are not as bad as that. Man, right. I didn't get that parking place at the mall. That son of a gun took yeah, me to parking yeah. spot. Yeah. That's really life. That's that's world changing to you. Yes. Yeah. Really? No, see, I'd rather park in the back. That way I don't get my shit scratched. Mm -hmm. Well, mm -hmm. you, you ride some nice hoopties and nice sleds, dog. That whip you got. But no, I think that comes with, I actually had this for tonight's show, is talking about phases in our lives. I think that comes with growth, that perspective. Mm -hmm. You know, when you're younger, yeah, we're going to make fun of people. We're going to kid and joke. It yeah, might not you, be as foul. It's not foul, like you know, you you want to hurt somebody, but you're as you get older, I think you understand more, you learn more oh, about yeah. things. Yes, yes. Don't get me wrong, we still laugh and crack jokes on yeah. everybody, but yeah. at the end of the day, you understand what is what and what's real and what's not, you know. And I think that's a, a big part of what, what's going on. And it could be something on a lower level, like we were talking last night about using credit cards. We were talking about playing sports, you know. And you just look at the phases of your life that you go through. Certain things become less and less important. Like now, as I get older, the bullshit, nobody got time for that. No, no. I'm not stressing Word. about the drama, the BS. I want none of that. You either want to be a part of this. If not, get the hell out. Right. I'm good with that. You know, accept what is, accept what's not, and move on. That's, that's professionally, personally, whatever, dude. We have to be that way. You have to go through those phases of progression in order to see the big picture. It's so important. Man, nobody likes Philly. Nobody likes whiners, man. You know, though, I don't have time for it. I'm like, you know, I have two daughters, love them dearly, love them to death. But I remember there's these phases that they were going through about they'd whine about the little stuff. And I'm thinking, you have no idea what life's all about. Yeah, you're you blessed. You don't got that experience, though. You, know you what got mean? it licked right now. You ain't paying no rent. <laughs> you ain't putting food in the refrigerator. Right. You don't have no bills. And you're bitching. Because you can't get the latest, greatest phone? I know they're saying, show. Oh, <laughs> show. <laughs> Ain't no way, man. And, and you know, until you have to go down that road, yeah. you know, a father, fathers could give kids their yeah. blueprint and say, I've been down this road. Yeah. I'm going to tell you where the bad turns are at, where the good turns are at. You want to follow it? You, here's the map. Yeah. Sometimes you got to learn by trial and error, though. That's why sometimes I put it in perspective, like when he questions me on something, I say, yeah, look at this bill. 
you understand how much this costs? Right. You got to show it to them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I agree. I, absolutely. How much is that hospital bill? If, uh, if Poppy didn't have this, this, and this, right. we'd be in big trouble. Son. Right. $30,000 for that knee surgery you had, <laughs> yeah. and the insurance is covering 28500 of it. And if I yeah. didn't have the insurance... Right. Shit. Oh, absolutely. That's you wouldn't the have that new PlayStation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And see, some kids, you know, they don't know. We had this discussion the other day with Bowie and them, and I says, there's some things you don't need to know. Mm-hmm. Okay, and that's part of being a parent where you don't have to know all the business. Okay? Know that you're taken care of. Know that you're loved always. And, uh, you know, like I said, it's amazing uh, things going like that. And just like when I was gone, I had that rough week prior to going to that whole ordeal. And I had to take a few days off. And my people called me. They left me messages. It's, Did the fan club miss you for a couple days? Oh, no. The my guys club. at work, they were like, you know what? Like the fan? Dude. The club members. The club. We the left. <laughs> we always have you at the head of the table all the time. And we left your chair empty when you were gone. Damn. And dude, I yeah, was like, respect. and I said, dude, I had tears. I said, I love you guys, man. <laughs> that's legit. And he says, you know, we sat here and ate, and all we could do was think about you. And I said, I was going through hell, dude. I said, drinking that shit, and, and you know what I mean? Just clearing yourself out. And they had my back. And I said, you know what? I love that, man, about you guys. That's why I enjoy going to work because I have a great team. And one of my guys is, is uh, he does um, Sunday. Um, things at the church and he gave me his card he goes you know whenever you want to come see he goes you know we call him rev and he he's, he speaks so he's a dj too and he speaks so he's smart and he's like you know what they just don't get it he said every day i'm teaching yeah you know what i mean and, always and, and he's wouldn't, old you, wouldn't you say that even at your age though wouldn't you say that learning still is always important oh Keep yeah your mind open and I'm, I, I, I'm always learning dude Always, and you know, like I said, I, I'm, you know, not the perfect guy. I've messed up a lot of times, but as I get you know, and I try to learn and I try to teach, I don't want you to be like me. I want you to be better than me. You know what I mean? Um, but I deal with people on that daily basis at work, and Olsen says we got to teach them. That's the word, man. You teach them now. If they don't want to listen, we don't mess with them. Okay, okay? teaching is one thing, but. You guys have you guys probably see it in your profession as well. Oh yeah, but the work ethic has really dropped. Uh, oh, it's crazy. I had there's an incident where someone clocked out at a certain time. I showed up two hours after the fact. Asked where said person was. Said they clocked out for lunch. This is two hours, mind you. I stay at said place for another two hours. Do his job. Said person went home for the day. Left the job undone for somebody else to do. For you to do it. That's where we're at and the things we're dealing with now. It's a serious problem. You know, and that night, didn't get in the house till damn near almost 10 o'clock. That's crazy. It's wild because I I couldn't go home, lay my head on my pillow and feel good about it. You know, leaving that situation there. Listen. You know, I enjoy a work-life balance better than anybody out there. Oh, absolutely. I make that very clear. But at the end of the day, you know, the integrity in me says, "Ah, I can't do that to my customers, man. Let me ask you a question here. I'll ask both of you. Do you really love your job? 
Do you love getting up and going and going, I love to go to that job every day? It's not a dream job, but I love what I do. I love people. So that's why I think I've been successful in what I do. And actually, it's funny. My brother actually uh, delivered to where I work. Right. And someone said something positive about me, like I was one of the best guys there. That made me feel really good tonight. Yeah. Because you never really hear that. But right. that's coming from a third party. Right. Someone, it wasn't a stage set up that, yeah. you know, come, come feel good type, hey, I know that dude, he's our, this was a legitimate. This that was, was organic. Speaking. Yeah, it was organic. That was go. just really cool. And I, I don't need smack on the ass all the time, but like we talked about once in a while. It's the right chick, though. Well, hey, now we're talking. Yeah. So You're always I, I, Hollywood, I, being watched. I'd like to answer that question. What yeah. I, and I'm going to say what Philly just said, and I'm going to agree with what he said. I enjoy what I do. I can tell you it's not my dream job, but I still feel good about what I do, and I like what I do, and I love the people I deal with. So, yes, for me, they said if you can, if the job doesn't feel like a job and it doesn't feel like work, you're good. And, and see, the reason why I, I, I asked like that it. question is there was a time in my life where I, I didn't like going to my job. And, you know, I had different jobs, and, and I never really had to work hard, 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 even when I did work hard. It was where you were at in life at that time. I was in a spray booth. Uh, you know, I did repair. Now I'm in repair. I'm, I'm, I'm like a main guy on the floor where I do repair. I was offered a supervision job, and I said, oh, you don't want me to be your supervisor. I'll be a good one. There ain't no doubt. But the minute you tell me you're not going to do your job, you're fired. How many years do you have in? 28. So you've earned your stripes. Absolutely. You started at the bottom. The bottom. And you took every shit job that was given to you what because i wanted to work and you knew that one day one day one day maybe no way but one years, day it might take 10 years it might take 12 or 15 but now you're 20 year veteran 28 year veteran closing in on 30 season vets nobody's gonna pull the wool over no. hollywood's eyes no. now and but i got a group see, of guys with me that with my time so you built yourself a good team mm -hmm. and that's why you don't mind getting up at 4 o'clock in the morning. Not at all. Strapping up your boots and taking off. Not at all. And I have a great boss. Yeah. That's that's uh, a win-win. Doesn't doesn't that help you stay at a job, though? Don't it, that oh, absolutely. That people don't quit jobs, they quit bosses. I yes. think that's a real thing. You, you know my boss, she sat there and told me, she says, honey, you know what? I have two daughters at home. And they said, mom, can you come home and have dinner with us? And she said, honey, I can't. I'm a single mom. Mm. We don't eat if I'm not at work. And I says, honey, just go home one night and have a nice dinner with him. I'll pay for it. And she said, Sal, she says, you know, their dad, you know, don't do much, this and that. She says, but if I don't work, they wouldn't have the nice things. They wouldn't have the cell phones. I said, well, you need to sit them down and have that nice dinner with them. It may not be all the time, but that's what they're looking for. They're 16 and 13. Yeah, you have to have a work-life balance. Yes. You know, uh, you know, you can't ignore. I've talked to many people in my age group that they went for successful jobs, career-minded people, mind mm. you. You know, executives and you know, we call big shots, right? Our generic big shot. Mm -hmm. Suits. Big suits. You know, I want that big paying job. And, you know, they're traveling a lot. Their kids are at softball games. Johnny had a soccer game, you know, uh, you know, so and so went to prom, but you weren't there for you can't you can't you mm. cannot miss out on those things because those are moments in time you can't get back. No, you know mm -hmm. I remember when 
my daughters were little and I have had the ability to be able to work in an area and come home and spend time with my kids. I didn't want to miss them first steps. My wife could tell me, hey, so-and-so's getting ready to walk. I could just feel it. She's getting closer. She's getting up, and she's starting to waddle to, to the walking. I wanted to see that. Yeah. You know, and not that you could always catch that moment in time, but there's so many of those moments in time that if you let the job run you, you're going to miss out on a lot of things. You're going to be sitting there one day, a lot of money to bank maybe, maybe not, but you don't want to miss out on some of that. That's mm -hmm. why I, I commend you. Mm -hmm. you know, you're there. You're with your boy. You're coaching. Yeah. You watched him develop. I know you've done the same with your boy, watching him box. You have to have a check and balance, too. Oh, mm -hmm. for sure. You know, yeah. but, and not everybody has that luxury. You yeah. know, lifestyles are different. But I, I, the only game I ever missed was when I was signing the lease to my – or not the lease, but my, my home paperwork to buy this house. Yeah. That's the only game. I, yeah. just, I, I mean, you're going to have you a mulligan or two, dude. I yeah. mean, right, I'm, saying, right. I'm talking about the people that's like, ah, if I look back in hindsight now, I missed a lot. To me, And like, I wish I could go back and change it. But I wouldn't can't. change a damn thing. Right. You yeah, know, exactly. and yeah, maybe, uh, okay, I didn't work that second job, or maybe if I worked a little bit harder, I would have got that promotion. But to me, that time with him is priceless. That's something I cannot get back. Right. Yeah. Ever. You're living, and you got a nice home and everything, and you're living. Uh, and some people, you know, they got to rebuild. You know, I had a good conversation with my brother-in-law yesterday. Sometimes mm -hmm. people hit rock bottom yeah. where they've made mistakes in their life. Yeah. And maybe they lost a lot. And now to feel like they're going to accomplish something, they have a rebuild going on in their life. Maybe it's job. Maybe it's financial. Maybe it's a relationship. There's repair work that needs to be done. And the test of that person, man or woman, is how you, you rebound to that stuff, mm -hmm. you know. And I know Andy. Uh, he's done a hell of a job. I mean, this dude yeah. hit rock bottom. I mean, as far down as one could possibly go with pretty much close to being on the street mm -hmm. and took it brick by brick and built it and structured it and made everything right and put it all back together and made it better than ever yeah. because it's from his past that he learned something from. Yeah. Yeah. All that stuff is so impactful. And I remember seeing him when he was so stressed. I used to feel so bad for Andy. And I got, I got, I'm working two jobs. And I follow you. I said, dude, I'm like, you know what? He goes, I got to do what I got to do, man. And I said, at this age of your life. But he did it. He's a no, good he's, man. It's very inspiring. And I, I learned a lot from him over the years. Yes, uh, he's a very good guy. Whatever he learned, he's he's built differently, man. Yeah. And it's a, a testament to him, his will, his work ethic. I don't know anybody that's a harder worker than him. Yeah. I mean, to see him... Like B was saying, get to where he was to get everything where he's at now, and he's going to continue to grind. You know what I mean? It's it's amazing. You know who the next superstar is? His son, my brother Drew. Drew. <laughs> now, now, can he's you imagine? Boy. I'm counting on you now. Could you imagine your job? Okay, you guys love your job. Could you imagine going in your job to that boss you just cannot stand I had every one day? Yeah, I've been there, you know. Riding you. Mike, can I get this day? No. Can I get this? No. I've I've had a boss that sent a uh, someone to my house to see what time you know starting during the day. Wow. You know, the dude was hiding in the bushes, wasn't he? Yeah, like a raccoon, man, just up in the in the woodwork. <laughs> that was his nickname, the raccoon. <laughs> it's just it's it's pitiful to me. It is. You can't build uh, camaraderie. You can't. How do you you get trust from your employees now? 
people are gonna take shortcuts once that story gets out. You know what I mean? That yeah. he's doing this and he's the type that would have had a conversation with somebody and then right as soon as that, that phone hangs up, he's going to somebody else that's trying to figure out if it's true or not. He's just one of those guys, you, you know, know, the gotcha guys that uh, they talk about in the business world. Bad bosses. And I'm going to throw a shout-out to my buddy uh, Mike Schmidt. He listens to this show all the time. I'm struggling to this day because of a situation in my last position I had. I was making really good money, and it wasn't just about the money. I, f I feel it was the effort that I was putting in. Mm -hmm. I was giving a lot of myself, but I had confrontation with my old boss, who ironically is no longer with the company, Um the problem was, is my passion. Mm -hmm. What I knew, I felt strongly about, and what he knew was right, but yet wanted to cover it with a bunch of political bullshit, and I called him out on it. Ultimately, it cost me my job, and I never had closure other than the fact that we don't need you no more. I made a mistake. I admitted to my mistake, but I needed closure because the people, it ain't how I left and what, because how you can leave could be erase everything you accomplished. Sure. If that makes sense. You could have been a superstar working where you're at, Hollywood, uh, Philly, working where you're at. But if you leave on a bad term, it washes all the good out, right? Mm -hmm. But do you ever feel like there's a point in your life, whether it's a relationship, a job, uh, maybe with your, maybe with the son or daughter, you need some sort of a closure. You need to air it out. You need to just, just kind of make sure you level that field and make sure because there's still something there bothering you yeah. that you know that you don't know the whole story, but I need to tell the story. And you could take it as it is. Sure. And sometimes we need closure on things. And I still need that closure with my old employer uh, because I feel like it's kind of ruined part of who I really am. It's kind of put a bad name on me in some ways in mm -hmm. some certain uh, parts of the business, but not a bad thing. It's just one person could fuck it all up for you. Yeah. And if you have, you know, confrontation with one person, because, you know, it's like two magnets forcing against each other, not yeah. clicking together. So sometimes that could also be a problem, you know. <clears throat> um, you know, it's just sometimes you just got to deal with that. Yeah, I think in the workplace, too, I think if a push came to shove, I'd be ready to just tee off about everything that's gone on over the years. Yeah, and me, that's where I, it built up to that, Philly. It got yeah. to the point where there's so much lies, deceitfulness, basically using another person to make their self look better and blaming the other person for something they had nothing to do with it. Mm -hmm. Yet, if you don't do it, so-and-so is going to, you know, cause problems for me and you and all this and it, the guy knew nothing about it what well, comes down to do you want a guy that's textbook or do you want a guy that's a producer right okay there's there's people that can do things you know what a, someone takes eight to ten hours and four to six that's not my problem i've been i've been doing work what i've smarter, been doing not harder for a long time word you that's get that key, work smarter and not harder that's right you know, we go home at the end of the day to our families. Safety's first, yeah. number one. And before it was hard to cut that off. You know, sometimes when I was younger, I didn't know how to how to flip that switch. You know, and I know a lot of people that way who just can't shut it off when they get home to their families, and it affects other areas of the other life. Oh, I deal with a lady at work like that every day. I said, "Are you done? Are you done complaining?" I said, "Really?" I go because what you're bitching about, <laughs> you can't change anything. Why are you stressing out about this? Right. You have a great job. I, I, I just, I just, I was like, stop. Enough's enough. I don't want to hear this every day. You come to me every day about something 
This I don't care about them people. Is it the hunger for more, or is it wanting shit for free? Because you know, what I think it is, is your life is so full of nothing, mm. and you have to have something to talk about constantly. Who cares? I don't involve myself around these people. That negativity, you can't win with them. And I told her, you wonder why you're by yourself. Yeah. Oh, no, I, you know, but no, 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 listen to me. I know you could be genuine, but you ruin it every time that mouth opens. Nobody wants to be around that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know, there's times, talking about, you know, phases through life, and you learn as a person, too, because there was a part of my life where I was that way. I was very selfish. You know, all about me, me, me. me I was never needs, a but. perfect worker at Chrysler. I, I had, when I first came in here in 1993, you know, I was like, hey, you know, I, I was green. I was like, okay. And this dude approached me up on chassis, this older cat. You ain't taking my mother to have the job. I said, dude, I ain't that dude, man. You know what I mean? We almost went to Bucking, and I would have lost my job. But my father ended up knowing this dude when he came through on a bike. And that guy totally turned his whole attitude. Oh yeah. Change. Oh yeah. And I said, Oh, I told I told Pops, I said, you know what? That dude right there I don't like him. He said, Oh, that old man, he, he cool. I said, No, no, no. The way he tried to approach me, he goes, You I'll check him. I said, No, no, no. I don't want a problem. But I had some issues there with a few people. And I almost lost my job back in probably ninety eight. And I said to myself, I made a promise to myself, I said, Listen. I'm never going to let anybody in that place take me out of my realm. You should have. And lose my job that I've put so hard and lose everything because of this scumbag. Oh, okay. So I just, you know, nothing can, nothing can bother me. I, I got so many people I know there, and the ones that that are toxic, I just stay away from them. Yeah. I don't say nothing to you. Hey, Cordial, how you doing on that? I don't, I don't bother with you. Hey, how you doing? Yeah. I don't, they just don't. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, there ain't nothing wrong with someone walking by me. You don't say, I ain't saying nothing to you. I'll say hello once. Yeah. You don't respond, you ain't never getting it again. No, I'm with you, too. I'm like, I'm just like that way. He's a I tough swear. guy. I like that. I'm I'll not say, doing it. I'll say, hey, good you ask morning. somebody how they're doing, and they just ignore you. I said, oh, that's good. Yeah, like you ain't shit. I'm doing good. I'll say that shit. Yeah. I, I'm a smart ass, I don't man. take it <laughs> personal, man, but if you're, like, you're going to not be, like, friendly and yeah, just yeah. that kind of person i got no time for you You know man. what's wrong yeah, you yeah. sitting out there and, and i walk by good morning yeah. you're just gonna walk right by like like you ain't shit oh no no i don't play that shit you'll you'll never get nothing i went to the speedway the other day to buy something i was like hey how you doing she just ignored me i was oh, like oh that's good yeah, thanks. <laughs> yeah, i appreciate you. you know but you have people that way yeah so i ain't saying shit to you okay that's fine you're nobody i got no time for him no 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 so I love my job. My boss is great. And we have an agreement with, with amongst my peers. You got our back. We got you. We'll never make you look like an ass. Yeah. And she said, you know, she bought us all lunch today. And she said, I will always do because you're, you're family to me. And she goes, they may want us to be hard ass. But she goes, look what I get out of you guys. I can go on the other side of the building and never have to worry about shit getting done. You don't have to be told what to do. You guys just do it. Yeah. See, isn't that important, that camaraderie? Oh, Even at work, it's almost just like building a team with I've sports. never had a relationship at Chrysler with supervision. I've always had, there was problems. I was up in, in the office because I attacked a supervisor at one time in my career, you know? punk and 
I said, these are the type of relationships you must have. If I come to you, hey, boss, you think, you know, I can have this day? Well, yeah, sure, it's open. Absolutely. Well, thank you. I don't expect you to cut somebody else's throat for me. But to go like, you know, yeah. no. No, you ain't get No. Yeah, that's crazy. Come on, dude. It's like, come on, yeah. man. You know what I mean? So that's a, it, we went into a great deep conversation. Yeah. But B, you never answered my question. Yes, Do you sir. think it's right that the Texas youth team was booted out of the playoffs for being too good? No, I don't think it's right. Um, you know, it's, it's a competitive sport. Yeah. You know, I mean, you go, you're going to have to learn from the best one day, right? So if, if it's, they're just too good. And they get booted out. You take them licking the, the well, right. <laughs> but are they if, if, are they with all within guidelines? Are, are they playing? Are they playing legally? I that's mean, are, that's are, the thing. Yeah. So are, are if they, it's legal, yeah, you take your ass whipping till the next year. You absolutely. think they're too good, then maybe you could vote maybe them out. Maybe they got to go to a different division, a yeah. different league, a different right. conference. Maybe they're playing over the heads of the schools they're contending with. But no, I don't think it's fair. I mean, but if it's just like them putting friends together to, to make a team. I mean, they're eight and nine years old. I don't see that being anything wrong with that. It's my back. It's spinal. <laughs> spinal. Spinal. It's broken. It's broken. Spinal. All right, boys, we're going to pay some bills, and we'll be back with the Who Said It. All right. Yes. All right, gentlemen. It is now time for the Who Said It. So, Hollywood, since you missed last week, why don't you do the honors, Mike? Tom, you much. Tom, you Tom, you Okay, I got one right here. Never open your mouth unless you are in the dentist chair. Never open your mouth unless you're in the dentist chair. Is this a mob guy? Oh. Dr. Dickenstein? Mm. No. Um, this is a boss. He's a boss. He's a boss. John Gotti? Tony Soprano? Nope. Godfather? Nope. It is a mob guy? Yep. You're a cricket chirping. I know. I'm trying to think of a couple names. Uh, actor? Or a true no. mob guy? Real name? No. Al Capone? Nope. Wasn't Gotti? Is this a real, real guy? Yeah, you know, you know who he is. Larry Hoover. Nope. Big Meech. <laughs> Big Meech. <laughs> Winton and Work. It's a real mob guy. This is not somebody that was played or portrayed in a movie. Was there a movie about this guy? Yep. Tony Montana. That's, no, that's not a real dude. So we know there's the famous, there's the Al Capones, the Gotti's. If I give you this one hint, you may you may be able to nail it. Okay. Which you're really not supposed to, but whatever, so we can move on. With that being said, snitch. He's a snitch. Um, Is that Joey Bag of Donuts? No. Uh, you talking Goodfellas? Nope. You're not talking Ray Liotta? Ah, oh, man. You talking Hoffa? Nope. Oh, yeah. 
That, that would be a good one. But he was he was connected to the mic. Yeah. Jimmy Hoffa. Oh man. Luciano. Getting close. That's a restaurant, isn't it? Luciano's. He's a gangster too. He's a gay. He's a man. Gay. Know how, but that's uh, I'm tapping out. You're gonna know, you're gonna know when I tell you. Of course, it's like it was uh, he had it's hard to think on the spot. It is, you gotta know the you gotta know the mob buster, you gotta know them guys. Mm. Um, Toko, no, no, in the 80s. Am I drawing a blank? Tapping, it's usually right up our alley, too. Here, goddammit. <laughs> B tapping. I'm looking it up on Google. He's breaking the <laughs> rules. <laughs> and it's not going to help me because it's going back to you the can't Google. Google. I'm pulling shit from the 1920s and stuff. Um, Come on. I can't. I, I can't Google. It wouldn't be fair. And it's it, nothing I looked at is even close to the 80s. It's all black and white and vintage 30s, 40s. Yeah, in 1980, um, did John Travolta make a movie about this guy? No. You know, like that, that was gone. I, I tap out. I, this sucks. I'm tapping. It, it sucks, but we're. Sammy Granvano, the bull. The bull, Sammy. Never heard Sammy of the bull. Sammy the bull. <laughs> Sammy the bull is the one that uh, was ratting Gotti and them out. Oh, so he, mm. he was part of Gotti's clique. He, 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 started, he started talking. That's right. Just yes. James would have got that one. Yeah. yeah, but we can't see what Just James is doing from, you know, 900 miles away. Right, right, probably right. with the second, you know, iPad. I got it. Yeah. Oh, you <laughs> I so thought you for sure you'd have known that James. when I said snitch because he took a lot of fucking heat, man. Yeah. yeah. Right. Sammy the Bull, he was talking. Oh, yeah, but he could only talk mm. when Gotti was gone. Right. Cool. There's, that's a there's, good one. That's yeah. a good one. All right. Grandmaster B, what up? I'd rather be called the big fish, please. Big fish. You want to come back to me? <laughs> All right, because I'm always so prepared. Not not with this one. Um, if you look at what you have in life, you'll always have more. If you look at what you don't have in life, you'll always never have enough. Artist or? Um, influencer. Influencer. Diversity. Talk show host. Male or female? Transgender. Just kidding. Female. Uh, repeat that quote. Is it Ellen? <laughs> <laughs> Rosie O'Donnell, damn you. Damn you. Double gay? <laughs> no, it's not either of those. If you look at what you have in life, you'll always have more. If you look at what you don't have in life, you'll always never have enough. Is it Oprah? Very good, Philly. Ah, yes, it is so Oprah. Nice. And you win a car, and you win a car. Yeah, there Oprah. it is, Oprah. Nice. Dug deep for that one, Braz. <laughs> well done, well done. Don't hurt me on this one now, Philly. I know you're coming up with something creative. I'm back in the winner's column. All right. All right, we go. No amount of money is worth your joy, fulfillment, and happiness. Hint. Um, He's 46 years old. What? That's it? That's a hint. He's 46 years old? Wow. Okay, now we're going to start with the real... Keanu Reeves? No. What does he do for a living? He's not an actor. Okay. Uh, oh, Zuckerberg. No. No? 
You know, it's not a bad guess, though. No, really? Um, Good. Entrepreneur. Oh, the dude that owns Tesla. Elon Musk? Yeah. Run. Run. Uh, Epstein from, uh... Juan Epstein? <laughs> that dude from, Yo, uh... Man, that welcome back, Carter, man. <laughs> Is he from, uh... <laughs> The Red Sox. Sox. No pedophiles, <laughs> yeah, that, you know what I'm talking about? From the Red Sox. They, um, uh, are you talking about the owner? Yeah. No, no, no. It's actually, uh, this guy likes sports, but it's unsports related. Unsports related. That's so weird. 46, likes sports, but unsports related. Entrepreneur. Entrepreneur. Can, can we, what does he do for a living? Like, what's his thing? Uh, very prominent on social media. Joe Rogan? No. Good guess. I like fornicating with the best of them. Can I at least get a blowjob? <laughs> it's what, Mike? It's spinal. He <laughs> said my back was broken. <laughs> what is it, Mike? Spinal. 46. Entrepreneur. He actually immigrated uh, to the U.S. Mark Cuban? Wrong. Remember, I'm sports related. But he's a big fan of sports. Very prominent in the Bronx. White or black guy? White guy. Prominent in the Bronx. Does he have a show? Uh, no. Does he do a podcast? Yes. He does. He does. All over the world, too, mind you. I don't know if you guys will know this guy. B, you might. Hollywood, I'm not sure. <clears throat> Is he an American? Um, he is a U.S. citizen, but he wasn't born here. Is he from Kazakhstan? <laughs> Very nice. I immigrated from Kazakhstan. <laughs> Originally born in uh, the Soviet Union. Oh, this is Putin, bro. Putin's brother, uh, Igor. Wrong. He loves me. Uh, we were really good friends when we met. Offshore accounts are phenomenal. Very outstanding. Concerts? Did you say concerts? No, I said offshore accounts. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> He's Russian. It's not that guy from Facebook. We're going to get a timer, a kitchen timer. We're going to set it to two minutes. I'm going to have a ticker going. Yeah, Igor Vachkin. Yeah, and I think uh, eventually maybe we can incorporate like where we can use Google to see if we can beat the clock or something yeah, like that. Yeah, like I yeah. think we're going to have to definitely toss a timer with a clicker going here so when yeah. the bell dings, like, mm. that's it, we're done. Yeah. You have a call. Would you like to make a call? Remember the party lines? Remember the party lines? Hollywood? We're dating ourselves. I give up, Philly. That's You're just stumping the staff, but okay. James would be Googling his shit on the side. He'd come up with it. Gary Vaynerchuk? Who? Gary Vaynerchuk. Never heard of him? Hollywood, have you ever heard of this cat? No. Never heard I know you've seen this guy. Show me the pic. Let's see what he looks like. He's real big on social oh, media. Oh, yeah. He's got a podcast. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, that you guys... guy makes good soup. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I never, I know, I've seen the guy's face, but I don't know what he does. But he's, you know, his dad was a, like a party store owner. He started a small business. My friend, really... the, 
the, really big into wine and stuff like that. Yes, this yes, dude, yes. I love his podcast. Did he have man. good pizza, bro? At the party, I have no idea, bro. He's a Russian. Go grab a juice. He's Russian. <laughs> his name was Habib Khador yeah. Marif uh, Sharif. Uh, you know, Drakar. That's not like Russian, that, bro. Is <laughs> fucking Putin. <laughs> give up. All right, that does it for the Who Said It. That was good. I was completely stumped on that one. Is it possible for you to shut the fuck up for 10 seconds? All right, it's now time for the this or that. Uh-oh, who's doing it this week? I got your back. Thank you. Here we go. Very nice, Mike. Very kind. If you could only listen to one for five years, would it be music or podcasts? Ooh. One or the other. Why has it got to be such a long stretch of time because i could just say ten music years or with podcast sex or 10 years with yeah. uh, music one 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 uh, thanksgiving without introducing i know you don't like to think too hard boy right. you well, know i'm gonna make you think i hope you're gonna watch my i'm gonna show say music Christmas day music call music yeah i'm gonna go podcast and you know why because it keeps you up with the world hey nobody cares nobody cares there's a lot of cool stuff you can get out of these podcasts. Mm-hmm. Podcasts are taking over the airwaves, dude. Yeah. yeah. And by the way, I got to throw this out there. There is 2.7 million podcasts across the globe in our format, and we're in the top 10 right now. That's an awesome fucking story, kid. True Ooh, story. Nice. I even showed it to Philly. We're in the top 10%. Top 10. Bigly. It's huge. It's big. We got to keep our listeners. You got to go. Billion or million, you said. 2.7 million podcasts that follow our format, which is basically a kind of an everything format for, you know, what we're doing right now. We're not talking about the elite ones without getting huge sponsor money. We're not talking about like those kind, like Rogan. But in our format right now, we're in the top 10%, which is big. So we got to get our listeners to keep on email us get on our websites please send us stuff. throw like some us. cash like us something. Like, us. like us we need we need we need you to give us reviews too yeah partner up please with us. i'm yeah. going music though as much as I, i'm really big into the podcast now there's i have like a, a starting lineup that i listen to very often but yeah. music is just so good for the soul man what about you hollywood music music yeah, you said mm-hmm. music i dare to be different it's all right okay if you could only do one or the other for the rest of your life, is it cardio or lifting weights? Only one's available to you. Well, you get a little bit of cardio with weightlifting, right? I'm going to say lifting weights. Yeah. yeah. You want to pick things up and put them yes. down. Yeah, pick them up, heavy things, and put them up. Sculpt. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not, just cardio to me, I don't like. I mean, I know it's good for you, but um, I don't I kind of like weights, man. Ain't nothing wrong with it. I mean, you can look at me and see that dog. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. See, you can. I had a lot of success dropping that weight with interval training, just jogging for two, walking for two, jogging for oh, two. Oh, really? So this wasn't two. you weren't doing no. It's weight not like just hopping on a treadmill, treadmill and going. You know what I mean? It was it was structured because that actually is proven to burn more fat. The interval yeah. Training, and I was still lifting weights. But if Did I had to choose, a this little Tony Little machine. No, no. But if I had to choose, it'd be lifting weights. All right. Yeah. Must I'm with you, Doc. Fan, I'm with you, Doc. So we're all weights, right? Yeah. You look pretty right. buff over there, Hollywood, by the way. Look very bigly. <laughs> bigly. All right. Sweaters, regular sweaters, or a hoodie in the fall. Winter. Are you looking at me because I'm wearing my sweater, Matt? Well, I got a sweater, <laughs> got a jacket, I got a flannel on. 
With ah. a little vest, you know what I mean? It depends where you're going, man. If it's casual, like we're just hanging out, got to go to the store. We're going. Are you like, talking? Like, like, maybe got a like, polo sweat on, but motherfucker, this ain't this right, that man, or the other on. thing. It's am this I or that. Fly for the event, or am I just See, hanging out? Your with mind the gets all pickled it's, when it's I go very, simple. It's dilled. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> you know I'm, I'm gonna down? say a hoodie. <laughs> I love hoodies. Yeah. I'm with yeah. the hoodie, man. Hoodies hide a lot of fat, so I'm I'm down with them them hoodies, man. <laughs> but wanna, you know now I'm, I'm 50, I'm gonna be turning away. Sleeves off, man. I'm going all out. <laughs> Knock on wood, you're with me, man. Knock on wood if you're with me. <laughs> Better idea for a first date: something simple like coffee and drinks. Nice. Or doing something active, not sex, Hollywood. Damn you! Bowling, axe throwing, falling. You know, going doing something active. What do you think's a better first date? I already know my answer, but I'll let Hollywood go first. You know, each each woman's different. I mean, some mm-hmm. would like to, you know, break that ice, you know, let's coffee or a simple drink like that instead of shooting right to something. You know what I mean? Yeah. To build up that, uh, you know, see where you're at, you know, see if you guys mesh mm-hmm. before they want to go any type of bowling or something. Some do. I mean, it all depends, I guess, on, on the woman. I'm, I'm game for anything. Yeah, I was hoping to gain some perspective because, I mean, I've been single for a while, but I haven't dated, like, got it out there and dated, so I'm trying to Well, you make that move. Let's go for a drink or, you know. All right, so for me, I'm down with the whole axe throwing and bowling and all that stuff. Those are cute dates. Man, I'm going to sit down with you for a while. First, I would like to just get to know you. I want to look you Mm. in the eye. I want to hear a little bit about your story you want to feel it out i want to feel it out because you can you can gauge a lot from somebody yes. in a simple one-on-one conversation mm-hmm. take notes on that you're doing good <laughs> and that stuff will come <laughs> after I, the bowling all i simple. really believe yeah. that's that's a big deal because simple conversations can open up a lot more about the person that you think you know but you don't mm-hmm. know so for me it would be sitting down with a cup of coffee and whatever it could be just a casual thing but i'm going to want to talk to you for a while mm-hmm. and she may want to know more about me because it's easy to hide in a big environment when there's a bunch of people around mm-hmm. and axes are thrown and you're sure you're in a movie theater and you're just focusing on the big screen and you know all that kind of stuff but yeah i want to talk to this person because that's where it starts conversations yeah. and you don't want to get axed right Right, right, right. She might want to throw that axe at you later, but yeah. So, so starting simple, just to get yeah. a gauge. Yeah, I simply go yeah, from there. Absolutely. It starts for me. That's kind of like how I would do it. It would start with a very, you know, simple thing like that, and then once we build some vibes, now we can go out and do some other stuff and have fun. I think it's different too. It's seasonal sometimes. Yeah. Like in the summer, yeah. you can go out and do a little bit more, mm-hmm. but, but wear your hoodie. Got to wear the hoodie though. That's Not on important. The first day, no, no, you don't wear that. You wear the nah. flannel. I mean, now I you probably you wear the would. nice cologne. Hey, Colombe, man. Yeah. yeah. Sauvage. Sauvage. I, I didn't work. It didn't work. I told you. Uh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> I'm with you. I'd probably go simple. Cool. Yeah. All right. So this last one's going to make you think, Wait, B. Wait, that so wasn't gotta be, five. You got five? This is the last one. God oh, damn it. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> All right. Here we go. You got to think now. Okay. Number five. Oh. If a zombie apocalypse arises, you can start your group with one family member. One celebrity and one weapon of your choice. What, wow. what, what would they be? Whoa. Okay. It's a little deep, a little deep, a little different. So we're in a crazy world with a bunch of freaking zombies. Mm-hmm. We take one family member, one celebrity, and one weapon. Yep. And this is who we're going to war with. That's, that's how you got to survive. There's the, there's the fives all mixed. I like that. That's a multi unit question. That's a start. There's a brain knocker. 
Well, I'm, I'm getting AK-47. Yeah. Um, that's tough. It, it's got to be family. That's what Correct. I said, damn you. Did I stutter, Junior? Ah, <laughs> uh, you're going to war. Got to take somebody you're going to have right there. It's going to be in a foxhole with you, dude. I'm not saying everybody else is gone, but I'm saying, like, say, you know, it's all crazy. Somehow you get separated, but you get a choice of, you know, hypothetically, who you can start start out with in this new crazy world where you get bit by a zombie. You're turning into one of them. You're done. You've got to have somebody that's got a like mind, that's thinking quick, somebody that's strong, diligent, good sound mind that's going to help you make good decisions. So you got to think about that. You could say, oh, I would take my wife because I love her. No, that's not going to work in, in the apocalypse. Yeah, it's I mean, not, you're probably I mean, not going to last very long. She's home safe. I'm hoping that at that point, and I'm going out to fight. Uh, I got to say, my older brother. Without a doubt. Yeah. Okay. Yep. All right. Now, who are you taking celebrity-wise? Alan? No. Celebrity-wise, I would take... <laughs> said Alan. Probably... <laughs> I'm thinking about jokes, Rosie but... O'Donnell. She's a big piece of shit. No, I'm going to I'm gonna take... Uh, <laughs> I'm going to take Denzel Washington. Yeah? Yeah. Denzel going to pop it off, man. But are you taking a celebrity Denzel Washington because he's quick witty? Is he tough and badass? So you got to have somebody that's going to be tough too. Dude. I just think Denzel, he's a total package. He, it is what it is. Going with Denzel? Yeah. And you're taking it. That's AK. my boy. Yeah, Denzel. Taking it. Okay. So, okay. So you're taking your older brother, Denzel, and an AK. And an AK. And you're going out to war. You're, you're apocalypsing going it. Going to war. All right. Going to bloody wall. Yeah, we're going to bloody wall. Family member. What you got, Grandmaster I'm B? Taking, I'm taking my nephew, Mike. My man. Right up. Serious, man, because he thinks a lot like I think. He's, he's a diehard to the end. Um, I need that support with me. We might battle it out with some, you know, this or that, <laughs> but that's okay. Uh, celebrity, I'm going to take The Rock with me. Legit. I'm going to take The Rock. And uh, as far as that weapon, is a tank count? I take a tank. Um, is that a weapon no, or it's just more a, of a vehicle? I gotta have a okay. So, you could have a rocket launcher. Um, yeah, I'm gonna take a one of those ones you see with them dudes over there. <laughs> the <laughs> rocket launcher. <laughs> I'm going to take you off, my friend. I'm gonna take me one in rocket propelled freaking grenades because then i can knock a bunch of them out at once mm. right i could hit them all because with the ak it's like pinpoint precise now remember you got to carry them big heavy things that's why i got the rock dude all right there you go <laughs> that's why i got him he got the big shoulders and me and mike would be sitting back drinking coke zeros going all right what do we got to do dog <laughs> don't know what I'm saying, man? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so i mean that's some crazy shit right there but yeah i think that's what i'm gonna have to do i need some big weaponry something that I could take out a lot yeah so uh Dude, we sound like terrorists right now, man. We may have to edit this shit. Shaheem. You're my friend. This you is know, all I will take, man. I got a fucking, fucking couple things for it I will take. Uh, <laughs> you know what I will do, bro. I blow up every fucking 7-Eleven I see, man. Believe me. My friend, this is all hypothetical, please. <laughs> it's all for fun. Okay, so what do you got here, Philly? 
Oh, man. This is tough. Did I take one of your dudes by saying The Rock? I thought about The you Rock. you take me, I'm going to be hurt, dude. I'm going to get up and fuck I know, you're going to be no, butt hurt. I'm not going to be. I ain't going to get pickled. But you know who I was thinking? It was actually Andy, because he's so good <laughs> at building shit and fixing stuff. Right. So if anything went wrong, that dude could rebuild it. All right. I like that choice. Just be, you know, that factory plays a role. We can, you know, I'm, get I'm it popping. I'm down with that. I'm That's thinking, making thinking sure everybody analytics? else is good. Yeah. Yes. Good idea. Okay. Um, if I'm thinking celebrity, probably again, somewhere along those, that military tough, tough guy lines. Yes. Um, take it. Man. I'll probably go with. I was going to say Rock, but they're like Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah, 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 that redneck That's man. a good one, yeah. He's going to have the beer. He's going to know how to shoot guns. Yep. He's going to know how to kill shit. From that rattlesnake. Damn, you, that rattlesnake. It's all the bitch. What do you want to do, son? Sell it. I'm taking RPGs, man. Yeah. Rocket launcher things. Hell yeah. There you go. That's a good one. Because you look, you ever watch Walking Dead? They go in herds, so you'll fucking blow them up. Very good. So. That's pretty Austin. good. Austin, damn you, Austin. That's a pretty cool question. I mean, it's way out there. But way out a, there. You know, but it's, well my mind's out there sometimes. Out. No, that's good. That's He's a bad boy, though. I thought we were supposed to do fives. You're like, it's a fucking multi-part <laughs> question. Snap ahead, shut up. It was pretty good. I like it. That man. was five total, though. Well, that's good, man. So Just what else that. is going on? Did you guys have a good Thanksgiving? Did yeah, it was a great yeah. Thanksgiving. Uh, B, we went down to the casino. Oh, this dude. Nice. One little. I got loop. the footage of it. It's five minutes of solid winnings, Hollywood. Like I'm like, oh he won. I'm gonna I'm gonna videotape this. I'm like, I'm looking at the fucking timer on my phone. It's like four minutes and going and going. I'm like, this dude's still winning money. <laughs> like he hit some sort of a jackpot. It just kept dropping more money for him. Someone say it was a good night. Yeah, what do yeah. we put in that one machine? Combining uh your brother We both put up we all put a hundred, so we no we did yeah, we did a hundred, so there was three. Yeah. Uh, Jeff did a hundred solo. I went and put about another 30 bucks. And so we got close to 500 in one machine that we swore was going to win. At least Jeff and I thought it was going to hit. Yeah, they pickled me for some We money. got nothing. And this dude slips over to two machines over and just starts playing a two-quarter, $2 machine. I was like, oh, I just won another 100 bucks. Like this son of a gun. <laughs> Two-handed bandit. So he, Damn, yeah. he banks all his money back. He's got receipts in hand. He's like, oh, I got to go cash this in. We're walking out dead broke. He's like, oh, there's that machine I played in Vegas. He walks over to this machine. His third freaking spin hits 80 bucks, And then it just keeps going up from there. Good. Great night for him, man. Have you ever had a night like that? I had him for thirteen hundred. Did you recently? Yeah, about a month ago. Did you play? And these are pennies. These aren't quarters. These are pennies. See, I'm more people I'm talking to right now are winning off them. And you know what? I hit him on that max at six hundred. Yeah. Ooh, that, That's and the that thing. Zeus. If you're gonna play penny slots, you got to play the max because otherwise, like that one was eight bucks a roll, but I was doing the four. Then I mix it up. That way, it stretches yeah. it out. A but little you got to have that money though. If you ain't got that money, that thing Oh yeah, yeah. You, you gotta know? put at least a hundred in there. Yeah, yeah, without yeah. a doubt. Yeah, you had you jumped to a buck fifty, and you were just paying yeah. on house money at that point. Yeah, I jumped to the other machine. And That's you, when I hit the four. And, and he was like a savant. He looked at him. He's like, "Let me get over to that." When I was sitting in the chair, he's like, let me, "Let me take this machine." He looked at that jackpot, you know, a little pot of gold. The little things keep mm -hmm. falling in. Mm -hmm. He's like, "Yeah, this is the next one." Six, seven spins, boom, hits it again. I'm like, "Damn, man." We blew all our money, and this dude walks out with four hundred plus dollars. Like, hey man, Telway's on me. I'm like, they're closed. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, no, it was good Thanksgiving, man. We had a lot of fun. Uh, my nephew uh, Nick tried to do a uh, 
Chinese lantern, you know, in honor of my dad. Because oh, yesterday man. was my pop's birthday. So it was kind of a tough day for me. Yeah. You know, it was dad's birthday, plus it's Thanksgiving. It's the first for, you know, not having my father here. So my nephew's trying to get these Chinese lanterns to, you know, fly them up in the air. And he almost nice. burnt a garage down. Yeah, it was bad, man. It's like he had an inferno going alongside the garage. He thought he knocked this thing down before it caught fire. Yeah. And I'm like, damn it, Nick, this he's, thing's still burning. He's like, oh, oh, I got it. He's waving it up in the air. Fucking thing is caught on the awning. Come on. It's, yeah, it's so going to run over there and knock part it off. Of the garage down. I'm like, dude. Ridiculous. This thing's still burning over here. I'm like, Pops is up there laughing his ass Freaking, off at us right Andy's now. And he's over there like, that fucker's better fucking get, you, get that fucking thing out right now. <laughs> it's, like, it's like his pride and joy is garages would go up in flames, mm, man. It was yeah. a lot of fun, though. Hollywood, you have a good Thanksgiving? Yeah, it was nice. It was nice. Uh, see my brother and his kids and um, did, big, did, big Meech, he was there. Did Vin come into town or no? No, no. no. Yeah, he, just, yeah, he had surgery on his neck. And then he had to go to um, um, he's Jacques Cousteau. So he, he does diving where he does like... He's got to train people and stuff. So if there's a body or something in the water, he's got to go get it. This is Vince? Yeah. Really? He, he retrieves he's, it. He's yeah. a deep diver? Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. So what what happened with the neck? He had to have some kind of... Surgery. Just just from probably, uh, you know, hits in football and stuff. Spinal? Spinal. 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 <laughs> he I says, that. I severed my spine. It's broken. <laughs> <laughs> No, that ain't nothing to mess with, man. No, right. yeah. He didn't know about the neck, though. He said uh, he was real surprised that, you know, with the neck, he was, I never really had any problem, but it was all part of going into the back. Oh, so so he's getting a lot of pain. And yeah, yeah, you know, kind of like crooked and stuff. Yeah. So they got about probably about a nine-inch cut, you know. You guys feel that as you get older, though the back pain does oh, it kind of oh, stiffen yeah, up on you? Yeah, you got to yeah. kind of stretch out a little. Yeah, bit you got to stretch out. You're not just jumping on the bed like you were. You, you kind of like, all right, a little icy hot. I, the wife and I were watching uh, Netflix uh, last week. I watched the Tiger King, the the newest part episode, two? part two. Yeah. So this, you guys, if you haven't watched the first one, you have to watch it. It's I've crazy seen it. about you know. Yeah, I see it. You seen it. So the second the second story, it's not so much about uh the Tiger King dude that's in prison right now. It's more about Carol Baskin and the supposed hit that she had on her her husband that supposedly disappeared. Mm -hmm. Right. And so um it's a really, really interesting story. I don't want to give it all away because I watched the whole thing. It's only like five episodes, an hour apiece. But it's uh there's a lot of it's just a bizarre cast of characters. Yeah. You think Joe Exotic is the goofball. This this is who he was trying to get thrown in the clink because mm. he knew that she was up to no good. And uh, he was flying, you know, overseas and, you know, hiding yeah. money. But it's it's a crazy story. You definitely got to watch it. It is. I'm going to watch part two. I was late to the party on one, but it was so fucked up you had to watch it. One of those, that's kind of how Shameless is. That's why I, I don't want to watch anything I else. I love Shameless. Shameless. I'm, you say Shameless or Shameless? So shameless. I'm on episode or uh, season, going into season nine. 
And I'm just, I've been binging it for like the last two months, dude. Yeah. That's why I keep talking about it on the podcast. Like, I'm going to have to do a review once it's all, I'm caught up. You know, and let me finish the story. So I'm watching this show. We watched, I think we binge watched three right in a row. We watched the first two and then a couple days later, like, ah, let's finish watching this. And like anything, like Ozark or Shameless, you get caught up in the minute. January 21st. I can't wait. So I got up off the couch and my freaking... My my muscles, you know, tensed up on me because I had my feet up in a reclined position, and I was sitting there for a couple hours straight. Oh, yeah. All know, them toxins. Right, eating that well, microwave yeah. bag of popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I got to get up and go to the bathroom, <laughs> right? <laughs> and my freaking legs, they locked up, and I was limping around like I got shot in the kneecap. I couldn't believe it. I'm like, what the hell, man? You ever have any, like, your muscle tense up oh, on yeah. you? That is the weirdest feeling, you know. Yeah, especially like when a cramp. You, when you get it on, man. Yeah, man I've had man mid-stroke, dog. You know what I'm saying? You get that cramp in your leg, man. Yeah, that yeah. He be flopping around like big fish. What's that? Is it me? No, it's me, girl. I'm messed up. Can't All right, do y'all. it. Well, thank you for listening. Hope everybody had a great holiday. Remember to hit us at the Fives of the Week Podcast at gmail.com. It's Fives of the Week Podcast at gmail.com. Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Love y'all. Be good.